0: Okay, so um, yes, yeah, so yesterday we, were to, we 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 saw Peace piece which really opened up. Um, really, it, it's a continuation from the previous sukkah that he's been talking about. But really, it, it also opens up its own sukkah. So again, just to to get back into it, so So the Kamar was telling us that again, we have this principle that we know that every single every tefilla that we that a, that a Jew says is is answered, and that's what the Kamar was telling us that. And even, when, and even when a person uh, doesn't necessarily see the tefillah's being answered in an open and revealed way, it just means that the, that, that reality of, of the Shechina, that reality of Shef and Bracha and Atzlacha, whatever is it the davening for, it's making its way to the surface. It's making its way to the surface, and it just has to, you know, in the ending of davening, as we said, it's just peeling away the layers of hester panim, and the layers of, of Yeshus, and the layers of of klipa and so on, blocking us from the Shekhinah. Wherever the Shekhinah is, that place is beautiful. And that place has Parnas, and that place has shefa. There's Mechitzas between us and the Shekhinah. So that's what davening is, peeling away the layers. And so there might, there might be many, many layers. So you might have to daven many, many times to peel away all those layers. And so what the Kamarna told us is that, therefore, when you're davening and you have to daven again and again and again, to make sure that you don't fall into the mistake, psychologically, of thinking that the first time you daven didn't work, and you're just trying again and again and again. So he said, don't use the same Nusach. Don't daven. Don't just repeat yourself. Obviously, shachas and Chumar, if it's the same text, we're talking when you're expressing yourself personally and davening, don't say the same, don't copy yourself. By copying yourself, what you're basically saying is that the first time didn't work, and I'm going to try it again. No, no, the first time worked. And, it just, and, and the first time you davened, it peeled away a certain layer, you know, of, of barrier between you and the Shekhinah. But there's other layers. So now you have to peel away a second layer. So, and, and that other layer requires another tefillah. And by the way, that other layer requires a unique tefillah. So not only should a person change up their nusrah and not just repeat themselves over and over again, because if you repeat yourself, you might sort of be thinking that the first time didn't work. But, but even the etsem... How do you know what words n- need to come out of your mouth in order to peel away the next layer of Hester Pondim that's blocking you in the shechina? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. The answer is it's a siyat Shmaya and it's a Ruch HaKadosh a little bit that we get when we daven. Rav Nachman writes this in Lukut Moran. He says that when a person is being misbeided in his language, talking to Hashem, and, and, and being misspelled in your own personal way, Rav Nachman writes in one place that that's a bikin of Ruch HaKadosh. It's the Rabbani- so the Rabbana Shalom is going to put the right words in your mouth. Again, if you're davening, Shemad So we know what the words are. Those, those words were definitely written with Ruch HaKadosh. But when you're saying your own tefillah, that's also a bechin of Ruch HaKadosh. So how do I know? And therefore there has to be a certain... That, that's why, going back to the previous years, that's why honesty is so important. Because it's not only like the Rabbana only wants to hear you if you're being authentic. The only... The only words that, that that are words that are actually that are actually going to be pile uh, are are words that the puts into your head. So you have to be you have to be a clef for that. You have to be a vessel to receive Hashem's words. You have to be transparent. So within yourself, if you're transparent, then the dvarishal will come through. But if there's like ego and like whatever, trying to put on a show within yourself, then those are your words. Those are not the ravunishal's words. So tefillah has to be. Rav Nachman is a piece like this where he even says such a thing when a person's davening, it's really the Rebanasram talking to himself. Rabbanishram puts the words into your mouth and you're sending it back to him. That's the only way we could peel away the layers. And so that was the, that was basically the aside. But in this piece, Tezain, he also introduced us to another idea. And then I mentioned that sort of yesterday we sort of put it all together in a chalong pot, but now we have to break it down slower. What, what the Quran introduced us to the new idea is as follows that, and it's a big aside in Khsira San Vadis Hashem. Is that these layers, so to speak, of Hester and of God's concealment of, of, uh, of forces of impurity, whatever it is, that stand between us, and the Shechina? The Shechina is fertile ground; that's where everything good is. And what's between us is a lot of sediment and a lot of soil, a lot of rocks. And we have to peel away the layers every time we daven. It's peeling away another layer. So in don't think of this as some like abstract mission that you're on to uncover, you know, to peel away layers outside of yourself. These layers are within yourself. It means that the shrine is deep down within you, and there is a lot of inyanim in you that, and within myself, that block us from the divine presence that's within. And so, when we're talking about davening, every time you daven is is removing one layer in, is like sort of fixing and, and removing one layer of of of, um, of blockages. It's within yourself, and so, therefore, in a certain sense, what davening is is that every time you daven, there is another part of yourself that is being presented before you to be fixed. Right? It's like, when, again, if you're trying to, to get to those, you know, to get to those beautiful waters under the ground, so you have to engage in that particular layer of soil that you're trying to uh, remove, or try to to make, you know, to, to allow the waters up. So, But don't think of it as something like abstract, thing. it's within yourself. So every time you daven, there's a certain part of yourself that you are, that your objective is to work through, that your objective is to refine, or your objective is to remove. Those barriers are within us. So therefore, said so the Kamar, now this is the background for what the Kamar was talking about, is that this is the, the, the secret, according to the Balshanta, this is the secret of crazy thoughts that come to your head when you daven. Those thoughts are pieces of yourself. Right? Like, that's, that's, that's what your thoughts are. That's like, it's you. That's how you express yourself, right? That's how you think. So why is it by davening, stop, like, random things come to your head, sometimes positive, sometimes negative, uh, things that, uh, you know, it's because what's happening is, that's exactly, that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing during davening, is, 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 is being mavara, is clarifying yourself, is working through your inyanim. And so, dafka, your inyanim, present themselves by davening. So if a, that, that's what he's talking about. If a person is davening, and all of a sudden there's like mini there's like bulbulum in your head and you come out the other end of Esrei of where it's like that was a daven because I, got, I was so distracted in my own mind. So the Kamarna, based on the Gemara, if you remember, right? The Gemara said it was it Papa what happens if a person says Shema? They didn't have kavana? So should they say Shema again? So Baya assumed you didn't have kavana. You hit yourself with it till you have kavana. So the said, but answer the question, like I didn't have kavana, what do I do? And said the Baal Tov, that's the answer. You know, what do you mean, you didn't have Kavana? That's called cool having Kavana. I, I had so much Meneas and baboom in my head. That just means that, that, that the Rabbana decided that that time of Shema, which was about removing a, a particular layer of impediment and a, and a particular inion in your heart, the inion that you had to fix was what? Was, was, was a heavy, it was a, a very um, unrefined uh, inion whatever it might be. And so that's what presented itself. That's not, that's mission accomplished. That's mission accomplished. As long as you're trying, as long as you, as you go forward. That's what he said, that whatever person, whatever person is, is whatever thoughts come to your mind by davening, that's just the, the part of yourself that needs repair. And that's what you're trying to do by davening. So some parts of yourself are more refined to begin with. And some parts of yourself are less refined to begin with. And so it might so if, 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 a, if a more refined part of yourself is being presented to you by davening for fixing, or, 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 or a certain negativity in yourself, but it's not such a heavy negativity, is being presented before you by davening to be removed, then that's going to result in what you would call geshmaka davening. But if what's being presented before you is a part of yourself that needs a lot of work, or a negativity within yourself that's, a, that's an ugly negativity that needs to be removed, and, and, and that's what you're supposed to be doing by that chakras, by that mincha, by that mirev, or whatever, Then that might, that might result in what you would call a But it doesn't mean it wasn't, it was mission accomplished. It was mission accomplished. That's, that's really what we saw. That's really what we saw. Now let, let's just, let's just chazer over the piece again, now with maybe a little more clarity, and then we'll move on to discuss a little bit more. Again, again, when a person davens, they're answered immediately. Even if you don't see it yet. You daven again until, until the Yeshua, you, until you see it, until you see it. But don't say the same thing twice. Is because if you just repeat over the same thing twice, it means that you're expressing a lack of amuna. As if the first time you daven, the Rabbana wasn't there and the Shekhinah wasn't there, and I wasn't accomplished anything with that, and I'm just repeating, I'm, 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 I'm going to try again. No. That means you're saying that Hashem was not in that first experience, and that's, that's, that's heresy. Now, this is what he says, every thought that comes to a person by davening, is, is a structure, it's, it's a persona of yourself, it, it, it's an expression of who you are, and and it's being presented before you to be fixed. And to be uplifted, or the negativity of it to be removed. The so that, that's where Rabban presence is, and, and you're accomplishing something. i doesn't feel Yeah, that's because the part of yourself that was presented before you for fixing during that particular davening was not such a part of yourself. Okay, but it needs fixing. How do I know who's deciding which part of me is being presented before me at what time? Yeah, that, that, that's God's cheshvin of how He knows what parts of your nefesh Need to be worked through, and when that, that's that's only he knows. That's why sometimes the answer doesn't come so right away because there's multiple layers to be worked through. Okay, that, that's basically what we saw. What we saw yesterday. The question is now. The question is now. So what does that look like, though? So what does that mean practically? That means practically when a negative thought comes to your head by davening or something that's distracted by davening, I'm supposed to embrace it. I'm supposed to somehow incorporate it. What, what, what does this mean, Lema'isa? So now I know the concept that anything that's uh, negative thoughts are at work. Not even negative, it's just like, uh, you know, random thoughts that come to my mind. These are parts of myself that are being presented for my fixing. Okay, so how do I fix them though? Am I supposed to engage with them? Is that how I fix it? Am I supposed to ignore them? Is that what I'm, how I'm supposed to fix? Because we do find in Yiddishkeit, it's, this is not just by doctrine, this is a biggie. Everything in the world needs fixing. And so and so the the so this farm say for example that you know if a cup of water comes before me, Bashkachar brought this and I happen to be thirsty at the time, it's a simmon, that needs to this needs to be fixed by me. Or there's a part of myself through the process of making shahakal that needs to be fixed. And so the way to fix the cup of water or myself vis-a-vis the cup of water is by engaging in it, making a bracha and doing it positive. But a piece of chazer also needs to be fixed, right? And there's a part of me. That's reflected by that chaser. So how do I fix that? So the answer is, some sometimes the way to fix something is to say, it would have been nice to eat the chaser, but I'm not going to. And so you made that bond with the chaser by saying to yourself, it would be nice to eat it, but by then disengaging, that itself is how you repair that part of yourself, or that's how you repair that thing. So there are ways. There are, that's a big yisogi and tyra, but there are. So everything needs fixing. Some things are fixed by proactively engaging within them physically, and sometimes the fixing is by disengaging from them. So the question is, how do I? What What are these thoughts that come by davening? Are there tikkun by engaging in them? In other words, try to incorporate these thoughts into your tefillah, or is it by disengaging and just going weiter right and ignoring them? And that's how they become fixed, just like the just like how we fix every negative mitzvah, is by disengaging from them. So are they more, do we think of them as more assay, assays, where the, mitzvah, where the way to fix them is by engaging, or more lois assays, where the way to, to fix them is by disengaging. So this is a big mechleikas. This is a big mechleikas. In, in, the, in the early generations of Hasidis, let's say, for example, the Taldas Yaakov Yasef, those first few svarim, they quote from the Baal Shem Tev very, very often, and it's like a big yesayi from those svarim, that the Baal Shemta said, every single one of these thoughts need fixing, and the way to fix them is by engaging in them. By engaging in them. In other words, so if, you're th- if uh, by davening, some, dis- some uh, Indian comes to your mind, then you engage in it. What does that mean to engage in it? It means, it, it, can, mean, it, it can mean, it can mean, turn that into a tefillah. Like Rabbi Nachman <laughs> said, like, turn that into your daven. It was like, talk to Hashem about the fact that you're being distracted. So all of a sudden, you took that negative thought, or that distractive thought, and you turned it into a tefillah. Or a more sophisticated way, the Baal Shem Tev would often say, would be to identify what emotion is being triggered by that thought, and then use that emotion in your davening. So sometimes, let's say it's a thought that is a, like a, a stressful thought. Right? So you think something about work or whatever, so it's like a, stress, a stress-related thought. So what's being triggered is yira. Okay, so, so that's fine. It, that yira has now been awakened by this negative, by this uh, stressful thought, distractive thought. Okay, but the way to fix it is by now harnessing that mida of, of yira and, 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 and using it in your davening. Let's say it's a thought that has to do with taiva. So it's being awakened is a hava. Okay, so use that in your davening. These, these are different strategies. So either the thing itself turn into its tefillah, Rav Nachman says, or the emotion that's being awakened to use that in your davening. That's the Baal Tanya. But that's the, that's the one approach, which just to talk, engage them. The Baal Tanya in Sefer Tanya says not like that. He says that although the Baal Shanta did say that, no one's denying, and no one's denying that that is a high madrega. but the Baal Tanya's shita was that that's only for big tzaddikim, because there's a huge concern. You engage in it, uh, it might uh, overtake you. So the Baal Shem, the Baal Tanya's approach in, in Tanya was that the way to be them is by ignoring. You just, you focus on vaiter, and the way that Balotani gave a Moshe, said, it's like, you have to think of it as like, a, like, like as if you're davenish benasri, and there's a guy standing there and like shooting spitballs at you. What would your reaction be? Assuming you can't move, you can't go somewhere else, you're actually to ignore. It's like, okay, Mashigana, whatever, I'm just going vaiter. So there's a mashigunah inside your head, shooting spitballs at you. So you're going to engage in him, just, just go vaiter. So that was the Baltani's approach. So those are the two different shittas. There is a, there is a middle shita that we find by some svarim, which is uh, maybe a middle ground, which is that it depends what type of thought it is. Thoughts that are thoughts of iser, right? Like, uh, you know, whatever it is, uh, thoughts that you're not allowed to have, then go to Baltani. Ignore them and go vaita, that's how you fix them. Thoughts that are not particularly user, they're just distractive even then the aeta is well, how how uh, I, to use a, a sprach of nowadays like how triggered are you by those thoughts if they're deeply uh, maleable you then don't engage in them but if you know within yourself that yes it's a, it's a distractive thought but like, I feel I could handle it. You know what I mean? I could, I could handle engaging in it and it won't, like, overtake me. Then fine. Then go with the way the Baal Shem and Rav Nachman turn into its fila. So these are the, the different approaches. Again, I, I can't tell you what to do. You know, everyone can make their decision for themselves, but, uh, but uh, you know, but these are the different approaches. Again, you have Rav Nachman and those first generations of, of the Baal Shem of engaging in the thoughts in whatever particular way. The Baal Tanya, just, never, you just go vaiter, right and that's how you fix them. Or the middle ground, again, it depends on the type of thought. If it's an istidik of thought, then go weiter. If it's a permissible thought, just it's, in, it's not appropriate right now. So then if it's something you feel that you could sort of uh, get get a handle on, then it's fine to uh, engage in it and be it actively. That's the side that uh, the Kamar is least hinting to right now. But it's Hashem, again, it's, it's, it's a big topic in the Kamar as far as so uh, it's Hashem at some point we'll definitely get there. But that's the, uh, the side Okay, everyone should uh, have an amazing day and daven and learn well and grow.